1: You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed.
0: Everyone loves a good family mystery to reveal a scandalous family secret. You guys, I love getting lost in this world. It's so beautiful and engaging, and I can't wait to unwind at the end of the day on the couch with this game and a cup of tea. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey everybody, welcome back to our podcast. This is Murder With My Husband. I'm Peyton Moreland. And
1: I'm Garrett Moreland. And he's
0: the husband. And I'm the husband. Thank you guys so much for being here, whether you're on YouTube or listening to us on podcasts, We appreciate you guys. If you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and turn on notifications for us. So you guys get notified every single time we upload a new video. And if you are listening on podcast, please leave us a review. um, Go and rate us. It really helps us out so much. And if you are seeing right now that my mic looks a little bit differently than Garrett's mic on YouTube, it's because I have a habit of popping my peas. And so to make this easier to edit, I had to get this fancy little mic cover. So if it looks weird and (laughs) chunky, that's why.
1: I should probably get one too, but... We'll get there. We'll get there.
0: Okay, Garrett, do you have 10 seconds?
1: I do have 10 seconds. So some of you might find it a little cringy, but I'm going to say it anyways. Peyton and I—you don't even have no idea. I have no idea what, no what you are going to say. So Peyton and I spent the longest time apart that we've ever spent apart, which was six days. Yeah anyways that's about it yeah it was it was kind of hard
0: it was kind of hard don't make fun of us we spend a lot we of do. time together we spend every every day together we're so blessed to be able to be together every single day and yeah we went six days this last week without seeing each other and it was brutal
1: <laughs> i guess that's my 10 seconds that's a good time other seconds. than that i mean it's getting warmer outside so it is getting warmer i'm excited nice. to start mm-hmm. grilling some food
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so our case was suggested this week by Emily Matthew from Ohio. So thank you, Emily. And our sources are sfgate.com, sfchronicle.com, timesreporter.com, and pressdemocrat.com. Our case starts on August 18, 2004 in Jenner, California. Jenner is known as a sleepy town in Northern California. The Sonoma County Sheriff's Department gets a 911 call this morning that there was a man stuck on a cliff that needed help. They dispatched a chopper to locate and further understand the predicament that incited this 911 call, but once up in the air near the beach, the helicopter pilots spot something else. Down on the beach, there appeared to be two bodies wrapped in sleeping bags That hadn't moved the whole time. They were up there scoping out the man that was stuck on the cliff. Mm. Suspicious, police are called in to check out the other site that was spotted from the air that morning, and that is how the bodies of 22-year-old Lindsey Cutshall and 26-year-old Jason Allen are discovered. They had both been gruesomely shot in the head while what appeared to be sleeping on the beach.
1: Whoa! So the guy's up on top of the cliff.
0: He's stuck. He needs He's help. He's stuck
1: and the helicopter spots the two people below.
0: So they're like, oh, they're just sleeping there. But the whole time they're up there, you know, sur- surveillancing this mm-hmm. situation with the man, they're like, those people have not moved. They haven't got out of the sleeping bags. So look it. at what we're doing. I mean, they're low enough to the ground that they can definitely see these people. Okay. 22-year-old Lindsay Cutshall had grown up in Ohio, 26-year-old Jason Allen had grown up in Michigan. They had met at a Bible college in West Virginia and fell in love getting engaged soon after. They were a long way from home this summer night, having just finished up working as river guides together for a Christian summer camp in El Dorado County. Colleagues at this camp stated that Lindsay and Jason were going to take a three-day road trip down the coast since they were in California already and thought it would be fun. So they go down here. They're engaged. They're in love. They go down to teach at this summer camp in California. And after the summer camp finishes, they are like, you know what? Let's just take a road trip. Uh We're a long way from home. We're here already. We'll make it three days. It'll be so fun. We'll see some sights we've never seen. Their credit card receipts show that they had, in fact, been visiting tourist sites as they made their way down, stopping at the Golden Gate Bridge and Fisherman's Wharf before this dreadful day at the beach. Okay. Earlier that night, they had stopped to get a room at a motel near the beach, but there was no vacancies. And although sleeping on the beach on this specific stretch of land was prohibited, Jason and Lindsay must have decided, you know, what the heck? We're on vacation. Um, when are we going to get the chance to do this again? We have some camping gear. Let's just take park our car, go down and sleep on the beach. beach for the night. Okay. They made their way down to Fish Head Beach for one single night of sleep. Jason and Lindsay left their red Ford Tempo along a pull-off on Highway 1. Together, they discovered an entries visitor log that was kept on the beach. And Jason wrote, as I stir this mac and cheese, I think to myself, what a wonderful life.
1: That's what he wrote on the log?
0: Yeah. So there's like a little book down on the beach that's like, Uh hey, if you're coming here and you're visiting, write your name, write whatever message you want. They come across it and he writes this message. And this actually kind of breaks my heart because it appears from this message I'm getting out of it that they were just so blissfully happy so fun loving playful soon to be married just two kids having the time of their life um doing a stir on the you know what a wonderful life i think myself and and actually saying as i stir this mac and cheese cheese. i think to myself what a wonderful life and it just makes me sad because i'm like it is were just having fun like they were just being silly and goofy together and totally in love so
1: what year are we in again
0: so we are in 2004 okay thank you So it wasn't until three days later that their bodies would be discovered by that helicopter. Upon first glance, it appears as if someone had approached them either late Saturday night or early Sunday morning as they were sleeping in separate sleeping bags on the sand. Um, They had both been shot in the head. Police had quickly ruled out murder-suicide. There was no sign of sexual assault on either body, and jewelry and money were left at the scene. And their car was still pulled off where they had left it that night. So it's not robbery. Yep. It's not sexually motivated. It's not murder-suicide based off of how the shots had gone in. And it's just two shots to the head. It wasn't even, you know, torture. It wasn't murder-motivated.
1: How long did the police say they thought they were there for before they found them? Three days. That's Okay.
0: I mean, it is a long time on the beach, but also you see two sleeping bags on a beach. It's not that weird to see people laying out on the beach, you know, like you're not going to go up and and, check on them. Hey, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this seems to police like it was a hit. Like these two kids had been specifically targeted by someone they knew Hmm. and killed because the two shots to the head in and out. No, nothing taken, you know, like it's just weird,
1: which seems so weird because they're traveling. Yeah, so, they're
0: not from yeah. where they're at. They're not from Jenner, California. Who would have it out for them? Had someone from their camp that they had been teaching at followed them there? I mean, they had been honest that they were going on a road trip. Had someone from home traveled out here to hurt them. Police are literally confused. Yeah. After investigating, police conclude that the murder weapon that was used was a forty five caliber Marlin model eighteen ninety-four which is a hunting rifle most commonly used by ranchers. And this gun is extremely unusual for the area. Police immediately began going door to door, looking for anyone who might have this gun. But it's a dead end. They're like, nobody here has this gun registered to them.
1: It does seem a little weird because it's not like they are in, I guess, in the country. Yeah, right. right? You're in the middle of a city. Northern California. Northern California and someone shot someone with a...
0: Hunting, hunting rifle, rifle that's used by ranchers. It's like a very old rifle. I guess you have to have specific like bullets for it. And so
1: Yeah, you said eighteen 18- ninety
0: four. Hmm. And so um cops are like, Nobody has this gun. This is it really weird. Um, as it seems like no matter what police, you know, did, this case went cold and fast. They hadn't forgotten, but now this murder seems completely random and they have nothing to go on. Okay. On March 24th, 2017. So this was in 2004 and nothing comes of it until March 24th, 2017. Jason and Lindsay's murder is still unsolved at this point. But that day, Sonoma County officers respond to a 911 call from a town named Forestville. It seems as if there had been a brotherly dispute. They find a man named Shamus Gallen dead from gunshot wounds in the house. His older brother, 38-year-old Sean Gallen, had killed him.
1: Once you try Bombas, you'll never look at socks the same way again. They've obsessed over details like foot-hugging, honeycomb arch support, anti-blister tabs, and cushioned footbeds that feel like pillows for your feet. Let's not forget their super soft tees and tagless underwear. Bombas has a one purchased equals one donated mission. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you also donate essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting.
0: they're so soft they pay attention to details i just really really love bombas
1: get comfy this spring and give back with bombas head over to bombas.com slash husband and use code husband for 20 percent off your first purchase that's b-o-m-b-a-s.com slash husband and use code husband at checkout
0: do you ever find that when you're traveling you can't help but worry about what's going on back home like Again, did you remember to lock up everything or close all the windows? It's so easy for those little concerns to nag at you while you're trying to enjoy your trip. And that's why we highly recommend looking into Simply Safe Home Security today. It's all about giving you the top-notch security and total peace of mind, no matter where your summer adventures take you. It's like having that extra layer of protection so you can truly relax and enjoy your time away.
1: Simply Safe has given us and many of our listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/husband. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
0: Taking charge of my health is all about being super conscious of what I fuel my body with. Whether it's food or supplements, I'm constantly on the lookout for the top choices and that's why I'm stoked to share with all of you Thorn.
1: dot fit slash husband code husband these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration the product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease
0: police knew who sean was um he was a longtime criminal in sonoma county he had gotten in trouble a lot so when they showed up they weren't too surprised to see that he had killed his brother
1: are forest and jenner Correct. Are those close together?
0: Yeah. So it's the same county. Both Sonoma County officers were dispatched to Jenner and then also dispatched to this brotherly dispute okay, between the Gallon brothers, which wasn't a dispute. One murdered the other. <laughs> yeah. So Sean Gallen, the the kid who murdered his brother, he was a Jeez. self-identified survivalist mm. and had been convicted of assault in 2009 for shooting an arrow at a man. So I'm listing all these details because this is just a crazy ride we're about to go on that is Sean Gallen's life. Sean had built an AR-15, which he used to kill his brother that day. He quite literally, with no motivation or trigger, walked out to his car that day, grabbed the gun that he made, an AR-15, and went upstairs into his house and shot his brother unexpectedly in the chest.
1: So they weren't even arguing? They weren't arguing.
0: Oh. There, was, there was no trigger. There was nothing. He just walked out, got the gun, walked back in, and shot his brother.
1: What the heck?
0: His brother didn't immediately die from the first shot. Um, and this homemade gun jammed. And while gasping for air, Sean unjammed the gun and then finished his brother off. What in so the he world? had a chance to stop and call cops, but he didn't. He just unjammed the gun while his brother was suffering and shot him again.
1: So confused why he would just grab his gun and shoot his brother. Right. Makes no sense.
0: So when police interview Sean about his brother's murder, he begins talking. He says that his brother held a grudge against him from the time they were a childhood because one time Sean punched him mm. and that's why he shot him that day. <laughs> Literally what? no reason at all. Like just completely dumb. Yeah. And although we don't know exactly what was said in this interrogation between police and Sean, police begin suspecting Sean for the unsolved double homicide in Jenner 13 years earlier.
1: How? I'm wondering what made them put out of 13 years later, two and two together. So
0: I guess he confessed to a a double homicide. He was like, oh, I did a a double homicide. And they were like, well, maybe it's these Jenner murders. Mm -hmm. But Sean wasn't being like the most cooperative. So by 2018, they do end up charging Sean Gallen with the murder of his brother, the murders of Lindsay Cutshall and Jason Allen. And the attempted murder via a homemade package bombing meant for a man. What? From a bar that Sean had gotten in a fight with in Monte Rio just two months before the beach murders. So they convict him of the murder of his brother, the murder of our two um, victims on the beach. And then also with this
1: attempted murder yes
0: he made a homemade bomb put it at this dude's house and he said oh i picked this dude because we got in a bar fight once and we forgave each other but i just never really let it go
1: he's insane
0: insane but this guy's wife went out to grab the package not him and so she was maimed in the accident so she wasn't killed but he like severely wounded and disfigured this woman And it wasn't even meant for her. It was meant for her her husband. But like.
1: What in the world? And all
0: this just randomly comes out.
1: Wait, I'm confused. So obviously they didn't find the bomb maker for when the wife got hurt. They never knew who it was? It was unsolved. Yeah. Wow.
0: They only know that this guy, um, Sean, had kind of been a criminal for just poaching and other crimes like that. And also for attempting to shoot that guy with an arrow. That one time. We're not
1: but not making bombs. And-, and then
0: once they arrested him for his brother's murder, they find out okay, we're charging him with the double homicide. We're also charging him with this bomb that was like, it's insane. I
1: wonder why he confessed all this.
0: Right? Sean pleads guilty to the three murders and was convicted by a judge to three consecutive life terms. So he doesn't go to trial because he pleads guilty. And the judge said, you know, there's no question that Sean should spend the rest of his life in prison. And so he gets three life sentences. He's like, the judge is like, obviously you're a danger to society. You've been, you haven't even been provoked and you've killed people. So Sean's defense attorney told the court that in 2001, Sean had overdosed on LSD and was never the same person after that. They claim he Uh. had mental health issues. And although this is completely unsatisfying, they say there is actually no motive to the killings other than unhappiness in his own life and being tortured by voices and demons
1: interesting so that's why they're saying he killed those two people in jenner
0: yes is because you know they didn't actually do anything there was no reason they hadn't bumped in, into each other there was no like road rage situation he felt
1: like killing people
0: yeah because he had demons which i mean i think he probably did have demons but we all have demons right like we're not killing people it comes out that a family friend had actually gone to police about her suspicions of sean in this double homicide murder before he killed his brother when we started podcasting an online store was honestly the furthest thing from our minds but now we're selling murder with my husband merch and it's so easy because we use shopify
1: and we really do we use shopify to sell our merch i've been using shopify for years so it is absolutely amazing easy to use so intuitive i love it shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business
0: And it's great because they grow with you. So whether you're just launching your shop or you've just hit a million orders, they are there every step of the way. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms.
1: We've actually tried a couple other platforms before we started using Shopify to sell our merch. And Shopify is just the best. Um, I've been using it for years, like I've said. their selection is designed to captivate and surprise, ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination.
0: New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500, 500
1: We're jumping into an ad right now and I, no joke. I've had this question I think about all the time because I hate getting sick. Do you ever wonder why some people just don't get sick? One of the reasons you can help yourself from getting sick is Armra colostrum. our audience, receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash husband or enter husband to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash husband.
0: So she had said that Sean killed animals for fun and police knew that because he had multiple charges of animal abuse and poaching. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about, but it was bad. Like, Bad.
1: i feel like whenever they start digging further all the stuff comes out on this on the record yeah like, like oh, oh yeah this I, girl
0: came and said they she actually thought he was the guy yeah, and
1: he actually was been killing animals for fun for the x amount of years yeah, and
0: yeah. which is like a telltale sign right
1: and not i mean and not just hunting i mean he's been
0: oh yeah like illegally torturing killing Correct. animals not just hunting animals so back in 2004 when these murders happen. Um, weeks after the murder happened, Sean had actually gone to jail for unrelated charges. So when they're like doing Mm. this investigation, he was already in jail for poaching charges, not for the murder. And so when this um, girl comes in to say, hey, um, I think that it's him. She said, hey, Sean, I'm coming in to tell you this because Sean asked his dad to get rid of his guns after this double homicide and before he went to jail.
1: So she told people that in 2004. She told
0: police this. In
1: 2004. Yeah,
0: she came in and said, "Hey, this wow. guy kills animals for fun. I know him." And days after this murder, his dad got rid of all of his guns when you guys were going around checking people's guns.
1: Wow. Yeah. But nothing
0: ever Nothing came ever of it. came of it even though okay. she said this in 2004. Sean has two children and the mother of his second child had actually threatened via Facebook message to turn him in and collect the $50,000 reward that was set out there for Jason and Lindsay's murderer. So it kind of seems like a lot of people in his life knew that he did this, knew that he did these murders. But nothing had really been done about it. That's
1: so crazy.
0: So detectives had searched his property back in August of 2004 in hopes of finding evidence because... Because of his criminal record, they did look into him for the murders, but for no reason. There was no evidence that led them to him. And um, they were in hopes of finding that evidence. They searched his property, but because his dad had gotten rid of the guns, they didn't find any guns. There was no evidence. Sean had actually been a suspect early on um, because a week after the murders, he was found wearing a camouflage jumpsuit with a loaded gun in his pocket walking around the beaches
1: in california in
0: california a week after these two were murdered and that's why they like kind of initially once they already knew who he was they were like okay we're gonna look into this guy when he was released from jail during the investigation for the poaching charges he shaved his beard off and dyed his hair so he also changed the way he looked like everything was pointing to him Uh according to the press democrat Two doctors evaluated Sean after his 2017 arrest um, for the suspicion of killing his brother and all of these other things. And they described him as having schizotypal personality disorder, which often develops in early adulthood and involves antisocial behavior, paranoid thinking, and occasional psychosis. A psychologist who assessed Sean in 2011 when he had applied for disability benefits reported him as... Um, Having loose associations and bizarre thinking and that his reality was really off, Um, noting it would be difficult for this guy to keep a job, so he should get the the benefits or whatever. It's noted that a social worker had actually tried to enter Sean's home in 2004 on suspicion that Sean would hurt his brother. So, like, really? people had been called in, and um, Sean's mom, Mrs. Gallen, wouldn't let the social workers in. And then Sean's dad, who hid his guns, ended up taking his own life after lying to police about where he put Sean's guns after the murders. So, the, he Whoa. confesses, and he's like, oh, my dad hid him. In they, 2018. Yes, they go to his dad. They're like, hey, where'd you hide the guns? Da, da, da. And he's like, oh, um, I don't know where I hid them. And then he... Um, committed suicide
1: in 2018, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: So Sean repeatedly blamed his victims for his murders, got it? Um, stating that if they hadn't done this or they hadn't have done that, he wouldn't have done this. So his defense attorney's like, "Oh, he just had demons. That's why he killed them." But when they asked Sean, Sean said, "No, it was illegal to sleep on the beach, so I killed them. If they wouldn't have been illegally sleeping on the beach, they wouldn't have died."
1: what in the world that's so messed yes. up yes
0: so that night sean noticed the couple making their way down to the beach earlier um he returned later that night already deciding earlier that he was going to kill them so he walked them. he watched them walk down to the beach get ready to camp out and he's like i'm gonna kill them he scaled a 200 foot cliff in the dark with a small flashlight found where the couple ended up being asleep and then walked back up to his car and grabbed his rifle. So he hikes down, finds where they had ended up sleeping. Goes
1: back up. Hikes
0: back up to get his rifle, scales the cliff again, comes back down, and walks over and kills them. He had actually sawed about a foot off of the barrel on his gun to easily conceal the weapon. Um, And according to Matthias Gaffney with the San Francisco Chronicle, Sean himself said, I saw two people asleep in sleeping bags just laying there asleep. I just made myself do it. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. He said a voice told him that he'd regret his action, but he went ahead. He shot Jason first from about seven feet away. He said the girl then sat up, looked at her boyfriend, and by that time I had already cocked and shot her behind the ear. As the audio played to the crowded courtroom during this, Lindsay's mother sobbed in the front row as her husband rubbed her back. They had never heard these details of the murder. They didn't know that Lindsay had sat up at the sound of the gunshot to Jason and looked at Jason and then gotten shot as well. Like oh it's my just gosh, devastating. This is horrible. Yeah. So Lindsay's father says, I'm a man with a broken heart and I always will be, and I'm okay with that. Um, Lindsay's worth it. This man is not going to have any power in my life. This man doesn't deserve to have any control over me, and he doesn't. And so Emily Matthew from Ohio, the girl who suggested this case into us, she said that Lindsay was from my hometown, and her father was a well-known and loved pastor in the community. It rocked the world of our small town and left so many questions. The parents of the victims handled this trial with such grace.
1: So what was the conviction? He, he ended up, Three life sentences, oh, remember? It. So that was he the actual go, conviction. Like
0: he went to court, but he didn't go to trial because mm-hmm. he pled guilty. But there's also like you have to get um, witness statements. And, you know, Lindsay and Jason's family had to get up and talk about them before um, the judge would sentence him. And he did yeah. sentence him to three life sentences. Well,
1: it's interesting that he said a voice told me that I would regret it.
0: and and he still, still did, did it. it so
1: obviously he was aware that hey killing someone is not yeah. a good thing to do
0: and i think obviously um you know they e- even like uh professional doctors diagnosed him saying that he has some mental illness yeah um he has psychotic episodes he has all of this um but it's just sad that like nothing was done despite all of the morning signs yeah Like, there was so much warning signs before he had to go and kill all these people. That's horrible. So the hearing um, ended with Lindsay's mother asking Sean if he had a Bible. So this whole hearing ends. She looks over and says, do you have a Bible to this guy who Mm. killed her daughter? And he said, yes. And she replied, please read it. And Mm, then that's that's how it ended. Dang. Yeah. But that is the story of Lindsay and Jason Allen, the beach murders.
1: Dang, that one's crazy. I think because it was also so just, I like, guess, what happened and yeah. they found the person.
0: And it's just, it would have probably been cold yeah, forever had he not actually come in and been like, oh, I did a double homicide. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think having Emily Matthew, our listener's opinion and just first person account of this murder Kind of just makes it crazy. Like she said, it just impacted our small town, mm. and and her parents handled this with such grace. And I just kind of think, you know, these stories are real. These people are real. Yeah. Jason and Lindsay, this was tragic. What happened? They were just starting their life. This is just a horrible situation. So keep their family in your prayers. Keep these people in your thoughts.
1: Just out of nowhere, they literally were killed.
0: No reason. Which is so just crazy. The worst. I know the the worst yeah so if you are listening on podcast all of the imagery that goes along with this case will be posted on our social media go ahead and follow us there it's murder with my husband on everything we're also on tiktok i know we have a lot of people who have found us on tiktok who are now watching or listening so hi we love you thank you for joining our little family we will see you guys next week with another episode i love it and i hate it goodbye